1: You are Locked On Washington Football Team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And
0: welcome to a new episode of the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. And away we go with a lot of news. As you know, things never, ever, ever slow down when it comes to the Washington football team who are closing in as we speak on Tuesday afternoon on making it official with Marty Herney. As their new general manager, and we will have plenty on Marty Herney on this particular episode. Again, it is not official, but every indication, every report, people that I've talked to believe it is Marty Herney. However, there is a twist that we need to get to or a potential twist that we need to get to. We don't believe uh, that that is just it, that it is just about hiring one of Ron's guys. We will do that as well. Also, this, Chase Young is the Pro Football Writers Association and Pro Football Weekly Defensive Rookie of the Year. Now, this is not the... uh, I mean, is this the big one? I I don't even know. There's so many of these awards. Uh, Here's the bottom line. Uh, Chase Young had an... uh, outstanding year an outstanding year does it really matter how many awards he wins no no it really doesn't uh he's a virtual pro bowler great he's going to win a bunch of these awards uh from every different outlet you know pro football weekly is obviously a long 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 respected periodical when it comes uh to the nfl But PFW editors and contributors, along with some members of the Pro Football Writers Association of America, you know, I I mean, it's a nice award, it's a nice honor, but it doesn't mean, it doesn't necessarily mean what people think it means. I'm not trying to cut anybody down, but, you know, I I think it's largely, largely a who-you-hear-about named kind of thing. Uh, And they're not sizing up Antoine Winfield in Tampa, Jeremy Chin in Carolina, and Chase Young for the most part. And if they're sizing them up, they're just looking at numbers, right? They hear a lot more, and rightfully so, about Chase Young. He was the best defensive player in the draft. He was the number two overall pick. Those guys were second-round picks. You know, what... What else do you expect, right? And Chase Young came on strong and won Defensive Player of the Month in the month of December and saved his best for last. Really kind of kicking into full gear um, starting the Sunday before Thanksgiving and then even after that. Now, a lot of his biggest games were, again, in November – and even in the division clincher against Philadelphia, which was early January, yet he won the award for December. Why? Because that's the name you hear a lot. Now, he's great against the San Francisco 49ers, but not a lot of that damage came against Trent Williams, right? Um, you know, one thing to keep in mind, and I love Chase Young. Uh, one thing to keep in mind, people go gaga over things and, 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 and things lack context. You know, Chase Young and this defensive line feasted off of bad offensive lines. When they met good offensive lines, they didn't have a lot of success. They had some, they didn't have a lot, quite honestly. So let's keep everything in context. Let's recognize the proper placement and say congratulations to Chase Young for winning the Pro Football Weekly PFWA Defensive Rookie of the Year. Congratulations. He's the first member of the Washington football team to win that honor. For Defensive Rookie of the Year, the third player overall in terms of the franchise to win the award, Robert Griffin and Mike Thomas back in 1975. So, again, that's a first. Uh, Young posting 44 tackles, 32 solos, 7.5 sacks, 4 passes defense, 12 quarterback hits, 4 forced fumbles, 3 fumble recoveries, and a fumble return uh, for a touchdown. I, I mean, listen... Again, there is no way, shape, or form can anybody convince me that he doesn't deserve an award like this. I would just, again, keep everything in proper context. You know, as he takes his next step into year two of his NFL career, there is room for improvement for both the defensive line, the defense, and him. You know, I think one of the areas that I didn't see enough of from Chase is a counter-repertoire a pass rush moves when he can initially beat somebody off the line of scrimmage. One thing I did not see out of Chase, quite honestly, if I'm being totally honest, is beating, again, good to premier tackles. A lot of his damage, a lot of his production came against woefully shredded offensive lines. And that's the same, again, that can be said about the Washington defensive line. That has to be pointed out it's not just about stats. It has to be pointed out. Also, he had, according to uh, Washington Football PR, seven games with at least one full sack. Uh, That's the most by rookie in Washington history. Three games with a sack and a fumble recovery, uh, the most in a season by any player in franchise history. He was the second rookie in Washington football history to post at least seven sacks and 10 tackles for a loss. Brian Arakpo, 11 years ago, who I covered in his rookie year, was the only other to do that, and Chase Young. And then again, he was selected as NFC defensive player and NFL defensive rookie of the month for the month of December and was a Pro Football Writers Association All-NFC honoree And the only 2020 rookie to be selected to an all-conference squad. So congratulations to Chase. Again, he deserves it. Nobody's trying to take anything away from him. Before I get some nasty emails and some nasty tweets and whatever, nobody is trying to do that. All we're trying to point out is there's proper context to everything. And we have to figure out how Chase takes that next step. That's more than fair. You may not want to hear fair, but that's more than fair. All right. We're just getting rocking and rolling here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. We addressed the big news uh, at the outset, but I wanted to save our final two segments for Marty Herney and what could also potentially happen next. So we'll start the Marty Herney uh, debate and story next. There's a lot to unpack here, so stay tuned. You're going to want to hear this. So some good, a lot of it good, and some of it bad, and maybe some more of it bad. It kind of depends on your prism, and it kind of depends on what you are thinking. So we will do that next with Marty Herney set to become the new general manager of the Washington football team. Not official as of late Tuesday afternoon here or mid-Tuesday afternoon, but it will happen. And what else could happen? We'll have that for you next. Right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Good to have you with us. I'm Chris Russell for betonline.ag. Guys, you know, I, I tell you all the time, and I'm not kidding. I got in on the game. I was never a sports handicapper, never a sports gambler. I lived in Vegas for almost two years. Never once, never once laid down a sports bet. I did my radio show Five, six days a week from the Mandalay Bay. Race and Sportsbook never touched a single bet, I swear. But when betonline.ag entered the picture, I said, you know what? I got to get in on the game. And now you can too. If you sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on, you'll get 50% off of whatever deposit you make. On a welcome bonus, that's right, you can bet on the NFC Championship and the AFC Championship games coming up this Sunday. You can bet on NBA, NHL, college basketball, all sorts of things going on. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code On to receive 50% welcome
2: bonus with your first deposit at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with
0: us. We want to remind you that 2020 is finally in the books. Yes, 2021 off to a good start. I was three for three over the weekend, baby, on betonline.ag, nailing all these NFL playoff games. And it's time for a fresh start for you and a few more W's. Wow. How can you do that if you're betting this year and want more wins? Listen to Locked on Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling, a paramount sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked on Bets wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Uh So here's the deal on Marty Herney. I have so much information. We're just going to go through it as best we possibly can. And I might be a little bit over the all over the place, but just bear with me. First of all, he's 65 years old. He's from Wheaton, Maryland, so as you probably know, he was born in the DMV area, uh, and he um, this is his home. He grew up here. He went to Good Council High School, went to Catholic University in Washington, D.C. He started off with the then-Washington Redskins in PR. He worked at the Washington Times. Uh, he did horse racing. He did all sorts of different things. Uh, he worked with my pal Rick Snyder. Um, so a lot of people know Marty Herney and know how he started and now he's going to be the new general manager of the Washington football team so this is a full circle return for Marty Herney what you may not have known he was fired twice by the Carolina Panthers including just a couple of weeks ago and also um His first stint was from 2002 through 2012. Before that, he was with the organization in a different role. And before that, with Bobby Beathard and the then San Diego Chargers, now the Los Angeles Chargers. So from 2002 through 2012, Marty Herdy's first stint. 2017 through, again, the end of 2020, and he didn't last the final game. Uh, but, of course, that's important because of all the record, people. Uh, Marty Herney was a, a second tenure with the Carolina Panthers. Now, he was fired after a 1-5 start on October twenty second, 2012. So that was six games into year two of Ron Rivera. He hired Ron Rivera. That should not be lost on anybody. He hired Ron Rivera. And Ron Rivera, who grew in power and influence over the time that Marty Herney was gone from 2012 until he came back in July of 2017 on an interim basis and then got the full-time job on in February of 2018 after a messy situation off the field, which we'll get to uh, in a second... Make no mistake about it. Ron Rivera was influential. He may not have made the final decision, but to say, to say that Ron Rivera wasn't influential in that is, is nonsense. Of course he was. Of course he was. So essentially, this is kind of the second time Ron Rivera is hiring Marty Herney, who gave Ron Rivera his blessing as a first-time head coach. Now, again, Jerry Richardson was involved in that, Way back when, in 2011, when Ron first got the Panthers job. So I'm not saying Marty Herney completely made the decision on his own, but he was largely influential. Let's put it that way, right? So now you see kind of a little payback, but maybe there already was the payback. Who knows? They hired Marty Herney as the permanent GM, bypassing guys like Lake Dawson, Martin Mayhew, Jimmy Ray Third. Now, there was an incident before he actually got the full-time job. In early February of 2018, Marty Herney was uh, put on administrative leave because of a harassment allegation made by his ex-wife. And on February 16th, the NFL announced that it could not find any information uh, out of the information that was available to them. And that his ex-wife, through her attorney, filed a quote-unquote voluntary dismissal of grievance. I don't know what exactly that means, but it seems like, you know, this did not go to trial or anything like that. Apparently, she volunteered, voluntarily, dismiss the grievance that she had originally brought forward against Marty Herney. Now, I think we all know how that could work, right? I mean, she could have been looking for something. I don't know. And Marty Herney could have provided that. I don't know. And maybe that's how it led to that. I don't know. We don't know. The details of that never really came out. So, is it a black eye? Yes. Uh, To some degree. But the NFL says he was cleared of all charges or all allegations and all impropriety. And... Again, according to all that I've read and what I remember, there was, and I looked it up, uh, in multiple different outlets, a quote-unquote voluntary dismissal of grievance. Which makes it seem, seem, his ex-wife, again, willingly dropped the potential investigation or the potential charges because... There were not really charges, they were allegations. Let's put it that way. And the NFL said, you know, they did this review of available law enforcement and court records. Uh, That's always a tricky situation here because the NFL does not get what it doesn't want to get. Okay? Remember the Ray Rice situation. TMZ had no problem getting what they needed. The NFL did. Just keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind. Uh, So, and Herney's ex-wife declined an interview with the NFL. So they said they found no evidence of domestic violence or similar conduct that would violate the personal conduct policy. And again, Herney's ex-wife, who filed the complaint in court, then had her lawyer file a notice of voluntary dismissal of the grievance. So we don't know exactly what happened. We don't know. But, I mean, it's part of the story. So bear with me. Uh, Now let's get to the, I guess, the good stuff. From a football perspective, Marty Herney in Marty Herney Part 2, the most recent, which I think is, you know, the more fascinating because Carolina has had a couple of losing seasons in a row now. Right? 2018, 2019, 2020. And, and, And one and three quarters of that was with Ron Rivera in the house. Seven draft picks in 2020. Ron Rivera already in Washington. Seven draft picks for the Carolina Panthers. All seven were defensive players. All seven. All seven. Matt Rule's kind of an offensive coach, or at least that was his background. All seven. In his first draft, Marty Herney's final draft, all seven defensive players. Keep that in mind. That included, that included Derek Brown, number seven overall pick from Auburn. Yatur Gross Matos, who's actually from Virginia, the Fredericksburg area, played at Penn State. Those guys had decent rookie seasons, nothing special, special, uh, but decent rookie seasons. But again, you know, give people a chance to develop. Not everybody right away bursts onto the scene. Jeremy Chin might be the best of those picks, quite honestly. He was v- very solid. Uh, I don't want to say great, but he was very active and c- made a couple of big splash plays. So that's why everybody kind of knows him. But keep it, I-, I think he was better than that. Now, was he perfect? No. Seven picks, all seven on defense. That's kind of an anomaly, right? If not a total anomaly. Now, let's get you a little bit more. In 2000. 19, with Ron Rivera, Rivera's final draft. They drafted Brian Burns, a pick after Washington, went Dwayne Haskins. Now, the rest of that draft class, including uh, Will Greer, the quarterback from West Virginia, Greg Little, so far a bust of an offensive tackle from Ole Miss, eh, not very good. So you take that for what it's worth. But again, that's Marty Herney and Ron Rivera working together, Ron and Marty. Not just Marty, not just Ron, Ron and Marty. 2018. Now remember, he gets the full time job in February of 2018. So things, but he was the interim after Gettleman was fired for that entire preceding season. So he's on the job anyway. They take DJ Moore out of Maryland, first round pick. He's had a very productive start to his career. He's not dominant or anything like that, but he's been very productive. And Dante Jackson, a cornerback who is part of the mix, who's played plenty, and I think is pretty good. Uh, I wouldn't say he's great or anything like that, but he's good. Um, and, and maybe good can be kind of debated. So you have that. Now, you didn't have Christian McCaffrey. You didn't have Curtis Samuel. You didn't have Star Latula Lele. You didn't have K1 Short. Those picks were all made by Ron Rivera and Dave Gettleman. Okay? So Marty Herney doesn't necessarily get any credit for those guys, but Ron Rivera does. If you look at the Panthers overall, right, their success... now. Marty Herney is fired in 2012 after a 1-5 and five start. In 2013, they go 12-4. 2014, they drop back to 7-8-1. We've talked about that year, but they win the division and win a playoff game. 2015, they're 15-1. The foundation laid in many ways by Marty Herney and Ron Rivera, And maybe Ron didn't have as much influence in 2011 and 2012 as he did in 2017, 18, 19, and beyond. But the foundation largely created those teams. Why, you ask? Well, you're talking Luke Keekly. You're talking Josh Norman in the fifth round. You're talking Cam Newton, 2011-1-1. First draft for Ron, not for Herney. You're talking about guys like Terrell McLean, who played, I think, 92 games. You're talking about Brandon LaFell. You're talking about Greg Hardy in the sixth round. People forget about that. Now listen, Greg Hardy was a bad dude, but Greg Hardy was a terrific football player. Sixth round. Remember that. So, there's more here on Marty Herney with Ron, without Ron, but Let me give you this, okay? Everybody's kind of bemoaning Marty Herney's record over his 15 years as a GM. Um, I think my colleague Al Galdi at the Team 980 tallied it up, and I'll trust him because Al's meticulous, at 114 and 126 over 15 seasons as a general manager with four playoff appearances and four winning seasons in 15 years. Those numbers are less than... Like, wow, they're impressive. Well, okay. Let's look at this, though. And I, this is not to cut down anybody. This is just to be fair, right? Ron Rivera, as an NFL head coach, has an 83 72 and one coaching record as a head coach in 10 years. That's including the one year with Washington now. He's got a losing record in his last three years as a head coach, including this year, although they won a division and in four of the last five years. And when we're talking about losing record, we're talking about six and 10 in 2016, seven and nine in 2018, five and seven before he was fired after the Redskins went in there and pounded Carolina five and seven and now seven and not and Ron's record while again, largely impressive and, 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 and uh eleven games over five hundred you gotta remember he's had some really 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 big boom type seasons that have helped that number twelve win season again in twenty thirteen that's the first full year after herney leaves a fifteen win season in twenty fifteen that's the year they get to the Super Bowl an eleven win season in twenty seventeen that's Gettleman's final year and before um or, as I should say, as Herney comes back, I should say that uh, Gettleman was fired going into that season and they finish 11 and 5. So, Ron has seven of his 10 seasons as a head coach are losing seasons 2011, 2012, 2014, 2016, 2018. 2019 and 2020, seven of 10 losing seasons, right? So let's not judge everything based on record. Please let's be better than that. Like I always say, let's not judge everything based on rankings and stats. Please be better than that. No matter what people want to tell you, and no matter what analytics service, pro football focus, football outsiders, I love them all. they want to tell you about the, Reds, about the Washington defense? Trust me, the Washington defense feasted off of bad offenses and bad offensive lines, and that closed the gap because when they got challenged and when they got pushed around by good or even some mediocre offenses, they certainly weren't great. So again, everything has to be put in context. If you guys want to kill the hiring of Marty Herney, which you can do, that's up to you. Just keep in mind that you love Ron Rivera right now. You're a big fan of the hire. You're a big fan of what Ron was able to do in year one. But Ron hasn't been perfect either. And as a matter of fact, he's lost more than he's won in terms of seasons. Now, he's won more games than he's lost because of some epic epic seasons. And I know that hasn't been done around here in a long time, but I mean, if we're going to kill Marty Herney for a sub 500 record, fine, but we have to look at the context of everything. We have to look at the context of everything. All right. So we'll come back and we'll wrap up this particular episode of the locked on Washington football team podcast with some reasons why Marty Herney is a good move. And also what could come next? That's Next, right here on LOWFT. All right, I'm Chris Russell here for our friends at rockauto.com. You guys know the deal if you have an old car, a newer car, a medium age car, things are going to break down, right? You need windshield wipers. If you have a new car, you need Uh, You know, stuff to change your oil, maybe you need a little tune-up, spark plugs cleaned out, new battery, what have you, even if the car is two, three years old, uh, I still consider that newer. Uh, If you have a medium-age car, more stuff is going to break down. You could be looking at exhaust, water pumps, fuel pumps, all that. If you have an old car, hmm. you know that it costs just as much to maintain an old car as it does to pay for a new car, right, in terms of repairs. Well, here's one way to cut down on what you're spending on auto repairs, and that is go to rockauto.com. Why? They're a family business. They're serving auto park customers for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now. You'll see all the auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers, foreign, domestic. Whatever you need, they'll be able to get you at the best prices. Why? Because they don't have the overhead that the big auto parts superstores have. They'll be able to get you engine control modules. They'll be able to get you brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. So if you need something vanity, get it from rockauto.com. And go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck, foreign or domestic, and tell them when you write in, locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices,
1: all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
0: Alright, I'm Chris Russell. We finish up the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Lots of Washington football fans are accusing Ron Rivera and the team of... You know, basically, um, you know, the the old boy network, the buddy-buddy system. They're tired of it. They hated it with Bruce. They're seeing it now. It's Carolina North. I got it. I understand it. All of that is fair. All of that is fair concerns, criticisms. Uh, not saying it's right, but it's fair. That didn't go well for Bruce Allen, Jay Gruden, and you know, whatever. But it did, it did work well, ultimately, for Mike and Kyle Shanahan, right? They knew... They knew Matt LaFleur. They knew Sean McVeigh. They knew, you know, uh, all, all the different coaches on that staff. I mean, you know, I know people hate Jim Haslam, but Mike Shanahan went out and recruited Jim Haslam. So that's the way it works in this business, right? It is about what you know or who you know as much as it is about what you know. Just remember that. So there's a familiarity that Ron is insulating himself with, and that's smart, right? Ron needs help. Ron needs people he can trust. Ron needs people that he knows he's on the same wavelength with. Why? Because he's worked with them before. Familiarity. Ron, Marty Herney, Rob Rogers, Eric Stokes, Donnie Warren, Scott Turner, John Matsko, Jim Hustler, uh Pete Hainer, Sam Mills III, Richard Rogers Sr., I mean, um, the the linebacker coach. Nobody had a problem with any of these hires. Now all of a sudden everybody's got a problem because Marty Herney's from Carolina? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. There's been, you do not want to be dealing with people that are not on the same page. And whether he's on the same page with Kyle Smith or not, I, I mean, I think it's pretty clear that they're not, on the same page on a lot of things. Um, You do not want people mad at each other and feuding with each other. And not to say that it can't happen, but if you've worked together with guys for two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight more years, you know, you kind of know what you know, right? You know that even if you disagree that you guys can have a healthy debate and nobody's going to have sore feelings and nobody's going to be a punk So that's important. Familiarity, lessons, feuding. And there's been plenty of feuds here, as we all know. Plenty of in-house battles. The McLuhan disaster, you know, Bruce Allen, Jay Gruden, uh, Mike Shanahan and Bruce Allen. I mean, Kyle Shanahan. I mean, it's just too much. The owner, too much. This also insulates Ron. And it gives Ron the opportunity, you know, if he's sick or whatever, where he's got somebody he knows and trusts running the front office. And then on top of that, if you factor in that we've heard, I've heard, Mike Fisher, my colleague from uh, SI.com and Washington football, and Intercom Radio has heard that they're trying to hire another experienced GM type, maybe for the assistant general manager, title like we were wondering if Marty Herney was going to be just a senior personnel executive as it turns out he's going to be the GM fine well it's not nothing to say that they can't hire an assistant general manager right I mean I haven't done that yet but that's where what they're trying to do from what I understand so hopefully we will have that for you sooner than later it's not a guarantee but that's what they're trying to do from what I've heard and this just removes a lot of administrative stuff And burden from Ron Rivera. Not all of it. Ron is still going to have ultimately final say. But Ron is hiring people that he knows. That he trusts. That again, even if he clashes with or disagrees with, they can have a healthy debate and figure it out. Why? Because they've done it in the past. I don't know why this is such a problem. This is the way the world works, right? That's why they tell you to network. And that's why they tell you not to burn bridges. That's how I've gotten jobs. That's how you've gotten jobs. That's how NFL coaches got jobs and get jobs, period. That's how every sport, every organization does it. Now, every situation can be a little bit different, right? A little bit different. But think about it in this respect. I'll just give you one more on this, right? Todd Reardon, who is... The former head coach of the Washington Capitals, now back in Pittsburgh, came from Pittsburgh to Washington. He was hired, my understanding, by the general manager, not by Barry Trotz, who ultimately won a Stanley Cup and is now the New York Islanders head coach. In the last, you know, year and a half or so of the four-year tenure together, there was friction between the two because Reardon wanted to be a head coach, and Trotz felt like Reardon may be kind of undermining him a little bit or, or you know, angling towards that. And ultimately, he got what he wanted and Trotz got what he wanted. He won a cup and then he left for the Islanders and got paid. And Trotz has been very successful. My point of the matter is, you know, they didn't know each other, really. And Barry didn't, my understanding, get to choose that. So just keep that in mind. A coach wants to be with the people a final decision maker wants to be with the people that he's most comfortable with, that he has the most amount of experience with. And I know this is running long, but that is really, really important. And guys, just because it didn't work out for a boob like Bruce Allen doesn't mean it's not going to work out for Ron Rivera. It doesn't mean that it will, but it doesn't mean that it won't. We hope we've provided you some data and some information that you didn't have. That's all I ever try and do, right? Uh, nobody has to agree with anything that I say. I'm just here to provide you information, opinions, and analysis uh, and tell you what I think. You don't have to agree. You don't have to like it. You don't have to dislike it. You can form your own opinions. Let me know. If I'm crazy, email me, wrestlemania 9 at gmail.com. You can tweet me at wrestlemania 6 6- two, one. All right. That's going to do it right here on the locked on Washington football team podcast. I'm sure there'll be breaking news. As soon as this episode is up, just know for now that barring some sort of uncomplicated and unforeseen setback, Marty Herney will be the new general manager and there could be more on the way. All right. I'm Chris Russell. Adios. Thanks for listening.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage, this off season, look no further than the locked on NFL scouting podcast.